Welcome to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe. I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hey, this is Jim Simcoe. Welcome to the podcast. So in this podcast, I spent a lot of time and I spent a lot of time thinking about and focused on how to help people create epic lives. So how do I help you make your life epic? And we talk about a variety of different topics along those lines. But one thing that we don't really talk about that I wanted to talk about is really how to see how to measure where you are right now and how to see how epic your life is in this very moment. So what I did was I put together 10 ways to know whether your life is epic and whether you're you know, on the right track right now. So this is going to be a pretty quick podcast, but I wanted to get these out so you guys could check them out and let me know what you think. So with that being said, there are 10 ways to tell if your life is currently epic or at least if it's on the right track. And the very first one is health. So is your health optimal? So one of the epic... Uh, life truisms, uh, for lack of a better way to say it, is like having optimal health. So right now, could you run five miles without dying? You know, are you overweight? Are you anorexic? Are you pear-shaped? Um, do you have any major food addictions? Are you, you know, could you give up sugar, coffee, and alcohol without too much of a problem? You know, do you eat healthy 80% of the time? You know, if you binge on pizza and beer one day, are you hitting the kale salad the next day? So all those sort of things give you an idea of like, okay, how is your health? Well, how would you rank it on a one to 10 scale? And I can tell you personally, you know, like um, for anybody knows me, I am stomped down, addicted to sugar, man. I would crawl through the worst neighborhoods in LA through Bloods and Crips for a good piece of Toblerone chocolate. Um, I, I used to be, I used to have a really, really bad sugar problem. And now I would say it's only like somewhat bad. Although I haven't had sugar in a couple of months since I had, uh, I got, I had pneumonia, so I had to get off sugar and caffeine and everything else. Um, uh, I just will always be addicted to sugar. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. To me, life doesn't get better than sitting on the couch, watching the New England Patriots win a Super Bowl and eating a big bag of M&Ms. And I know that that sounds really funny to say since I'm trying to help people live epic lives, but hey, I'm human. I don't mind being vulnerable with you guys because nobody can see me right now in my office as I'm recording. So <clears throat> I don't mind telling you the, the honest truth. So, but anyway, the health, health is really probably the number one thing in terms of an optimal and an epic life. How is your health? So you should rank that on a one to 10 basis. Number two, the second thing that a lot of people think about is money. So if your life is epic, your money situation is good. You may not be a millionaire, but you have enough money to support your life. You know, you put cash away into investments and savings. You may not own a villa in Monte Carlo, but you know, you wouldn't sweat buying a Vespa if you wanted to get a scooter. You have enough money to live. You have enough money to go on vacation. You're saving retirement. You're saving for retirement. You're saving for your kid's education as well. So money being good is a big piece of an epic life. And again, this is not one of those podcasts where we talk about getting you know, getting rich quick and it's all about the wealth and, you know, it's only about making money. That's not it at all. Your money situation just needs to be good. You need to be happy and satisfied with your money situation. So, which also leads into number three. So number three is your career. So if you have an epic life, your career gives you freedom and fulfills you. So it gives you freedom and fulfill you, fulfills you. So you drive the bus at your career. No one owns you and you do meaningful work that you really like and you're able to make a positive impact on the world. Um, you also love 
who you work with. And while work probably is challenging for you, you have frequent successes. So the easiest way to judge this, and this is the way I judge this, is that to really get an understanding of how you feel about your career is how do you feel Monday morning? So Monday morning, are you psyched to go to work or or do you dread it? So for me personally, I love going to work. Like Monday morning, I can't get to work fast enough because I'm just so excited for the weekend. I'm so excited about what I do and helping people live epic lives. So, you know, Mondays for me are, you know, probably one of the best days of the week. But then you need to look at that in your own career and say like, okay, do I really like Mondays? Do I dread them? Um, Is my career fulfilling? Is it not? I can tell you that when I worked in the corporate world, I worked for a great company called careerbuilder.com. I had a great boss named Jamie Kenny. I made a ton of money. Um, everyone at the company loved us. I loved me and my team. And I ended up walking away from all of it because I just wasn't fulfilled. And, and I left the world of, you know, expensive corporate expense accounts and, you know, really nice dinners every other night taking clients out to go home and eat mac and cheese for a couple of, uh, a couple of years while I put the business together. But I got to say my career is much more fulfilling now than it was then. So that's another big way to look at this is, Does your career give you freedom and does it fulfill you? So that's number three. Number four would be, you know, do you have a fantastic relationship with your partner, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, husband or wife, whatever it is. And what I mean by fantastic relationship is, is, you know, do your values align? Is the sex awesome? And do you bring out the best in, do you bring out the best in each other? So, you know, and that includes like, you know, are you guys you know, in the, in the opposite direction, are you guys currently at each other's throats? Is there constant nitpicking and constant nagging, constant arguing? One way to tell if you have an epic life is that you have an epic relationship and you love the person you're with, you're in love with the person you're with, and that your values and your beliefs align. You may not have a ton uh, of things in common, like me and my wife, for example. We don't have a lot in common. You know, she doesn't like to surf. She doesn't like, you know, she doesn't know anything about football. And she doesn't want to play basketball with me and we probably don't listen to the same kind of music, but our values align, how we want to raise our kids very much in line. And I'm very, you know, after 13 years, I'm probably more in love with my wife and love her more now than I did when we first met. So that's something to think about. Um, you know, and also conversely on a, on a side tangent, some of the things that she likes to do are not huge, uh, things that I like to do, like hiking or doing yoga or what have you. I can appreciate those things, but she loves them. And uh, so anyway, so do you have a fantastic relationship with your partner? If you rank that on a one to 10 scale, that'll tell you exactly how close you are to having an epic life. Number five is that, you know, do you consistently make an impact in your community? So are you making an impact right now? Do you volunteer? Do you run a nonprofit or do you live, do you do work or live in such a way that lifts society up in some way? And, and also, is this a regular thing for you or is this just you writing a check once a year around Christmas time when someone asks you for a donation? So it's all about being involved and it's all about contributing. And are you able to do that? And are you willing to, the, to do that on a regular basis? So what is your impact in your community? Rank that from a one to 10. Number six is your happiness. So this is one of the biggest ways to tell if you have an epic life is, you know, look, are you happy most of the time? You know, are you happy 90% of the time? Obviously, things happen. Stuff goes wrong all the time. Look, people are late. People send you long emails. Somebody steals your parking lot or steals your parking space. You know, they they mess up your takeout at your favorite restaurant. 
things happen to everybody. But are you generally happy? Are you generally a positive, happy person? Do you look forward to most of your days or do you dread them? And this is a tough one for a lot of people to really <clears throat> put a number on, but I would really challenge you to put a number on this and like see how generally happy you are on a regular basis. Okay, number seven, your value system. So are your values rock solid and untouchable? Do you know what you believe in no matter what societal pressure there is around you to dissuade you from your beliefs? So how strong are your values? What do you really believe in? What are your, what are your core beliefs and your core values that just no one's ever going to sway? So <clears throat> I'll give you an example. Like for me personally, um, I stopped eating meat in 1990, actually 1999, uh, as a personal choice, just an ethical choice for myself. And I don't begrudge anyone else who eats meat. Like I don't care what other people do and get care. You know, I'm, uh, I care about, and I'm in competition with my own life, not with anybody else. Um, but when I gave up meat for some ethical reasons that, um, came to light during that time, I didn't want to support factory farming anymore. You know, I haven't had meat since it's in, it's intrinsic and it's ingrained in my value system. That's just not something that that is just something that I just don't do anymore. I just don't have meat anymore. So anyway, that's an example of a value system um, and, a, and a value belief that is, you know, locked in with me and just never going to change. I mean, I, you know, that's been 1999, 2015. So what is that? 16 years, 16 years that I haven't had meat. Um, and I don't, I don't see that one ever going away. So knowing what your values are, and making sure that they're rock solid and they're untouchable no matter what uh, are is a key part of seeing where you are on the continuum of having an epic life. Number eight, <clears throat> being busy versus being active. So are you busy or are you active? So busy means you're doing too many things that are really not important or not, in, uh, or not enjoyable in your day, every day. And when you have an epic life, you're more active. Your days are more meet, filled with meaning and fun. You're active. You're not busy. So, you know, I, what I hate is like you go to a party and someone says, how you doing? And they say, oh, I'm good. I'm pretty busy. Like, well, I think that that's a horrible answer. I think that, you know, being busy is one of the worst things you can be. I think if you're active, it means you're doing something that you enjoy. Busy just means that you're running around doing whatever needs to be done and, you know, maybe doing a lot of things that you don't find fun. So, and I know that might be a semantic issue for some people, but I really do believe that busy, uh, being busy will be the death of all of us. Uh, being active is a whole different thing. Being active has a much more positive connotation. So think about your life. Are you busy or are you active? And rank that on a scale from one to 10. Number nine, this is about friendship. So do you have three solid friends that would do absolutely anything for you, no matter what? And I've talked about this before. And my example is always, you know, if you're in a Mexican jail and you need 10 grand and a plane ticket, who would show up if you called them? And I know for me personally, you know, I've got three very strong friends and Jim Egan, John Kopiak and Brian Panera that probably would do anything for me no matter what I ask. And also my friend, Scott Lang. Um, and vice versa, I would do anything for them if they asked, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't question it. Uh, so that's one way to judge your, your your, you know, how you are in the epic continuums. Like, do you have three friends like that? Do you have three strong friends? And they don't necessarily need to live near you and they don't have to be people you see on a regular basis, but just do they exist in your life? So give that a ranking from one to 10. 
And then the number, and then number 10, the very last one is to see, is to learn about your own love and respect. So do you love and respect yourself? Is your life on the upswing? You know, are you striving for success? You know, not necessarily perfection. And are you happy about the person you are right now? You may not be totally satisfied, but can you look at yourself in the mirror and like the person who's there? You know, when you put your head on the pillow at night, do you feel good about what you did that day? And do you feel good about the person um, uh, that you've become and that you're and that you're becoming? I think this is one of the hardest ones to judge because I think we're all so 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 self-critical on how we are as human beings. And I think it's you know the the hardest people on us on any given day are really uh, you know the the internal critic that lives within us <clears throat> because we're always comparing ourselves to other people, right? So when you see you know, someone walking down the street, you know, they're dressed nice and they just look like they have the world, you know, by the feet. Um, you look at them and you think, wow, geez, that guy has everything all together. God, I wish I could be like that. The challenge there is that you're comparing, you know, we're comparing that person's highlight reel, which is basically what they're showing out in the public uh, arena with our pregame tape and what, what happens to us behind the scenes. So like, you're, you're really only seeing, you know, their best foot forward. You're not seeing them when they're crying or when they're unsure about something or afraid about something, you're stressing out at night, whatever. So that drives our internal critic to make us think like, you know, we're not as good as them. So really number 10 is all about, you know, do you love and respect yourself? Are you happy with who you are right now at this moment? And, and again, you don't have to be satisfied with where you are, but are you happy with the person? So when you look at those 10 things, and you give each one of those things a ranking one to 10, add them up, see where you fall. You know, are you above 70, you know, above 70, above 80, or are you down in the thirties and forties and have some work to do? Um, take a look at each one of those categories and see where you fall. And then that'll give you an idea of where you are in the epic, you know, in the epic life continuum. And again, those categories are health, money, career, relationship, impact in your community, happiness, values, active versus busy, solid friends, and love and respecting yourself. So those are 10 categories. I hope this is helpful for you. Um, if it is, please check me out at jimsimco.com forward slash podcast. And if you would, if you get a chance, if you can leave a review on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you can't, that's not, not a problem either. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I hope you have a great day. Feel free to check us out online at jimsimcoe.com. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.